0: Welcome to Unplanned Potency, the only show on the internet where I ask you, how do you spell Gray? G-R-E-Y? G-R-A-Y? Matt, how do you spell Gray?
1: I prefer G-R-E-Y. I do too. Why? Um, I don't know. It, It looks better to me, I think. I agree. And I'm pretty sure, you know what? We'll get deep into t- TMI territory. Pretty sure that's how Sasha Gray spells her last name. There we go. Favorite porn star. So, even though that's not what she does anymore, but.
0: Yeah. It's, it's still <laughs> so. a reason to spell it that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: yeah. Isn't one way the British way and one way the American way? I really don't know.
1: I don't know either. I have no idea. We can look it up. British versus American gray spelling. <laughs> um, American the difference more common. Could have just done gray versus gray.
0: Yeah, gray versus gray.
1: Gray with an A is more common in American English. So, really yeah, you're correct. Yeah. So, EY is British and AY is
0: American. I don't believe it. I prefer EY though. Yeah, I prefer EY. I I agree with you. I think it looks better. But I whatever. also think
1: the British spelling of color is cooler. We should put U e in there. Yeah, color.
0: Uh, what? Oh, the. Uh, no, I don't remember. I was thinking of like another word popped in my head. I was like museum, and that definitely wasn't it because they don't say they don't spell museum differently. Maybe, no, don't. I don't know. It's a kettleure and it triggers something in my brain. It's like, ah, uh, no, nope, not coming to me. Water closet for toilet. <laughs> they, 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 Water <laughs> Yeah, they, they definitely say toilet differently. All right, anyways. I think
1: they call it the loo, <laughs> don't they? The loo.
0: Yeah, do they call it the... I know Water Closet is a way to say it, but I don't know if that's more I've Australian that. or British.
1: I have no idea. I've never heard Water Closet. You've never heard Water Closet? No. Interesting. I like that They have different words for random shit. Like an 18-wheeler is a lorry. A flashlight is a torch. Mm-hmm. The hood of a car is a bonnet. And the trunk is a boot.
0: Bonnet doesn't make sense. I'll give I'll give them, so many of those, I but I no not idea. that one. Torch also makes sense. I mean, in a lot of ways, for flashlight, because I think they call them electric torches. I I don't know if they just call them torches, yeah. just straight up. I
1: mean, flashlight's a stupid name anyway, because it's not flashing. No, it's a constant beam of light, not yes. a flashing light.
0: Light beam that would make total sense. Beam light. On light, streamlight. <laughs>
1: Active light.
0: Active light. Electric not flashlight. Yeah, electric light. Great name. Flashlight? No.
1: Yeah, pretty stupid.
0: Pretty stupid. <laughs> Speaking of stupid things, Matt, do you know what we're doing today? Um
1: Well, we didn't go over how your week was.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, we we do that now. <laughs> How's your week? Sometimes I forget that there are other aspects to this introduction. My week has been full of a fucked up sleep schedule. Um nice. I have been staying awake like <laughs> from midnight to like just after work and then sleeping the rest of the day and getting up at midnight Um, which I mean I guess realistically people could do uh, and people do do like putting work at the end of the day but I don't like it I don't like having work at the end of my day I like it at the beginning
1: and uh, and that puts like a hard deadline on like what you can do with your enjoyable time yeah exactly like I can only do this for another hour and then I have to start work
0: mm-hmm yeah no not a fan of yeah, that, that shitty yeah so my sleep schedule got real fucked up um so trying to fix that having mild success and some setbacks just because sometimes it's really hard to rotate your sleep like that um that's been the big thing happening uh to me this week. Um, yeah. How about you, Matt? How's your week?
1: My week's been all right. I fucked up my back really bad yesterday. Um, I don't really know what exactly caused it, but it was already kind of hurting, and I tried to do a pull-up, and that just did it in. Mm. And it hurt so bad yesterday that I just, like, I basically did nothing for the rest of the day yesterday. And then today, I took off work, because it hurt too bad to, like, sit in a chair and work on the computer. So, I slept all day. And basically moved around and tried to find a position where my back wasn't causing me excruciating pain. And it got a little better throughout the day. And
0: uh, Right on.
1: Swag. Chris, what's the topic this week?
0: Matt, we're taking a trip back. Back Back. to the early days of Unplanned Potency.
1: Oh. We are revisiting
0: some ancient texts that this show... Has talked about before, and that is the Dark Quran. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's been a hot minute since we've done some Dark Quran.
0: Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know about the Dark Quran, it's an ancient text that we found in my grandma's house. Yeah, in uh, a cupboard. In a cupboard. Yeah, that's right. It's it's tell it foretold many things, many secrets about the many world. Things. And, and it uh,
1: has absolutely nothing to do with Islam.
0: Nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. It just
1: happens to look like a Quran.
0: Yeah, it's just a word.
1: Yeah. How this works is, um, one of us grabs two random words and tells them to the other person, and then they have to tell us about a passage from the Dark Quran that has to do with those two words. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Dark Quran is nearly infinite. It's by oh, nature. Yes. So there's almost always some sort of patches, passage that uh, will, will grace your mind <laughs> with knowledge of greatness. Hmm. Uh, okay, I'll start us off here. Uh, Chris, <laughs> are, are you ready?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I've got my dark Quran in front of me, and I'm ready to reference it and tell you stories from it
1: okay I am too I uh, give us give us a passage or the passage about a well-groomed clearance
0: well gl- groomed clearance huh yeah yeah you heard me ah yes i I remember this passage fondly um it's it's toward the middle half of the dark Quran uh, after we're introduced to Jane Smith. Uh, playing Spider-Man <laughs> um, and we see a uh, men's warehouse where <laughs> all the men wear fantastic suits and we <laughs> the, the, the passage then takes us inside of the men's warehouse and describes uh, 10 men standing around uh, talking and they're discussing their plot to take over the world um and they realize that in order to take over the world um they they have to be extremely well groomed and look mm. fantastic Makes um sense. but you know the problem is they don't have a lot of money oh, and okay. uh that's why they're at men's warehouse because the suits are all in clearance
1: all on clearance
0: all on clearance and that is uh the passage about well-groomed clearance
1: yeah yeah makes sense to me i think that's something that everybody can apply to their daily life yeah for uh, sure
0: you definitely have to try to stay well-groomed and do it on the on the cheap yeah but matt that's not the most important passage out of that section of the dark oh, yeah. On. not by a long shot Um, Why don't you remind the people about the bright hierarchy?
1: The bright hierarchy. See, this is something that we've covered uh, accidentally in another episode of Unplanned Potency. Mm -hmm. And it refers to the mating rituals of the Anyahi people um, who show up in the dark Quran. Uh, It's so, without the Dark Quran, we actually wouldn't know about this group of people from our history mm-hmm. on Earth because their civilization was wiped out. And part of the reason that their civilization was wiped out was because they stopped breeding and, and mating according to the bright hierarchy. And what the bright hierarchy is, is um, when you have the most attractive women from the anyahi culture they're required to mate with the men with the brightest glowing penises <laughs> oh! and so there's a there's a how <laughs> bright hierarchy where the men everybody every anyahi men, man's penis glows <laughs> but if it only glows a little bit then He's only allowed to mate with the most average-looking woman, but yeah. but if he's just like beaming out into the night, it's it's, it's just how it is, man. It makes sense. Nature. That's yeah, nature.
0: This just you can't fight it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be explained any more than that. It's <laughs> no. just It makes sense. It makes sense. And then they and they didn't do that, and it caused the class of their civilization.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, women are attracted to the brightest glowing penises. That just that adds up to me
1: yeah (laughs) um but speaking of civilizations that collapsed um i think uh you should take us back to uh the rhetoric rhetorical 20s Mm -hmm. and explain about that yeah
0: um so in in the dark Quran, time works a little bit differently than it does in uh the modern age. We track time currently by like a d and b c you know that's very much a christian oriented tracking of time. The dark Quran doesn't use that right they uh they have different religious figures and different time scales and so Will you remind me one more time what, which 20s we were talking about. There's multiple 20s. The, r-
1: the rhetorical ones. The
0: rhetorical 20s, right.
1: Yeah, Sorry. Like a rhetorical question when he yeah, ask a question.
0: Yeah, one. I was, yeah. Uh, I, I had just forgotten because, you know, the Dark Quran has so many 20s in it. Yeah, um, because, lots of 20s. Yeah, they, the, <laughs> it only goes up to the 30s and then we start again in the Dark Quran. <laughs> it's 10s 20s 30s 10s 20s 30s uh if you if you go to the 40s you're just doing things weird in the dark quran um so right you know after the birth of their savior uh and in the dark quran there's a period of time where um children that were born um just didn't like having conversations uh, in proper manner. Um, and as they grew up and got to their teenage years, they would always uh, ask rhetorical questions, just constantly. Um, they didn't they just didn't like having proper conversations and it was okay until all these kids hit their 20s. Um, and they hit yeah. their 20s in the 20s. And that's why it was really strange because uh, all these kids that just asked rhetorical questions hit their 20th year in the 20s. And they just went around <laughs> talking to each other and asking each other rhetorical <laughs> questions and answering with rhetorical questions. And it nearly caused the downfall of all civilization, uh, and that's yeah. that's yeah. If the, you ask a bunch
1: of questions that don't ha- that you're not supposed to answer, and you follow that up with another question you're not supposed to answer, then nothing ever gets answered.
0: Nothing ever gets it answered.
1: A, a real dark ages. Yeah, it was
0: nearly a disaster. Uh, <laughs> no one was really transferring information <laughs> to each other, and during that period, um, we had the introduction of. Something very important, and Matt, I'd like you to speak about this. It was the Grand Chili.
1: (laughs) Right. So with the collapse of civilization imminent because of all of these kids, um, (laughs) because of all of these kids and then just going around and asking rhetorical questions and everything, they, they were causing a lot of disruption. And really what somebody decided was what somebody finally realized was that if they just didn't have these kids going around making a mess of everything, they could just delete this generation of kids <laughs> and just continue as if nothing had happened, right? So basically we gotta do something about these kids. We, we gotta do something about these kids. Mm-hmm. We gotta get them out of here. So they, uh, one guy came up with a plan and it, it was a plan that had two sides of it. It was, it was we, they could get rid of the, this rhetorical, group of rhetorical 20s people and they could really lift the spirits of everybody uh, else that's that's uh, been falling on such hard times lately because of these kids. And uh, what better way to raise people's spirits than a good old fashioned chili cook-off? Man, there's no better so, way. So they had a chili cook-off and everybody was invited and uh, everybody got there a little bit early before the 20s kids did. And so the rhetorical 20s kids showed up and they just kinda rounded them all out and they just uh, threw them in a big meat grinder. Oh, and then uh-huh. they they made the 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 uh grand chili out of <laughs> out of uh, all these rhetorical 20s kids uh-huh. and, and worked out uh-huh. save society from <laughs> collapse.
0: <laughs> it was a dark period when they just ate all those kids. Yeah. But you well, know what save, save society yeah. from collapse? So. You do what you got to do. Yeah. And you do it with chili. (laughs)
1: Um, um, So, uh, I I think I'm gonna bring us forward a little bit in the Mm -hmm. timeline. Please do. And uh, I think what you should talk about is the uh, floppy logic.
0: (laughs) Much like um, modern civilization, there are some theories uh, that some people hold that don't quite have a lot of substance. You know, like flat Earth um, doesn't have a whole lot of logic behind it. You know, it's not really grounded, and a lot of stuff. Some people would call that a loose logic, um, and, and by most people's standards, or you know, un- ungrounded. But in the Dark Quran, there uh, were a set of people. Who believed in um, some really radical ideas. And uh, those ideas were mainly centered around how men should use their penises. And Uh, um, these set of ideas were just outlandish. And um, they were all about uh, unerect penises. So it became known as the floppy logic yeah you know um and, and a lot of it had to do with men waking up in the morning and uh-huh. swinging their limp dicks from side to side in order to summon their God and yeah. obviously that didn't work because God has no care for swinging floppy dicks um and and, and
1: this ties in with the Anya people when they're yeah penises well,
0: too. well like, you know this is a lot, a lot of people thought that their penis would start glowing if they did this. No. And, and that's you know they thought God would make their dick glow, um, if they swung <laughs> it enough, and because you know the Anya people glowing people love glowing penises, um, and these men thought that they could get their penises to glow and praise God with their glowing dicks if they just swung their floppy dicks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but you know what, it was some floppy logic. And it just didn't pan out. Logic sounds pretty floppy to me. It's just some floppy logic, (laughs) but you know, (laughs) with all (laughs) with all that floppy logic, um, you know, there there were better things in the world. And Matt, I think I think you should talk about one of those better things uh, with the with the sure-footed browsing.
1: Sure-footed browsing. Yeah. Right. So, um, because the logic was so floppy. Um and nobody, nobody's dick was glowing because of the floppiness of the of the of the wieners. They decided that they needed something to s- stiffen up the competition. Um, so <laughs> what they did was they uh, really put out a campaign, and they said, you know, when you're out there on the internet and browsing around. Uh, you need to be really confident about <laughs> what you're looking up. Mm-hmm. And and you need to go steadfast into the uh, pornographic areas of the internet <sighs> yeah. so that you can st- stiffen up uh, those penises so that the logic isn't so floppy anymore. Mm-hmm. And surely that'll take us to a, a, a better place in time. And, and th- because... They told people to do this and to do it confidently. They called it the, they called the program uh surefooted browsing. <laughs> hey.
0: Hey man.
1: The internet is what are porn. The internet is for, porn. <laughs> internet
0: is for, <laughs> <laughs> for nothing else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not a not a single thing. Mm-hmm. And you gotta mm-hmm. be confident mm-hmm. in what you're finding.
1: Mm-hmm. It, all, and, it, um, it all makes sense. <laughs> and uh uh, Chris, yep, you know, one of my favorite uh excerpts from the dark Iran, uh huh, is one that I think you know well, and that's the one about the immense workman.
0: The immense workman, yep, yes, the immense workman, yeah, uh, what a passage. And you know it's really interesting <laughs> when we come off sure-footed browsing and we talk about the immense workmen because if most people remember the '90s uh, from our you know counted timeline, um, and we we talk about uh, portable CD players and and, and Walkmans, uh, right. the dark Quran. Um, had something similar, but they didn't call it the Walkman. Uh, they called it the Workman. Um, right. It it and it, it was gigantic, and, and basically it was a monument that everyone gathered around, and it had <laughs> a, a three point five millimeter jack in it, and but the but the structure was like nineteen feet tall, but they plugged. a a, a set of headphones into it, but these headphones were also gigantic. Um, like, (laughs) like 10 feet tall headphones, um, with each ear piece being, you know, like three feet tall and a group of people would just gather around and stand between these two giant headphone pads and, um, their leader. Uh, at the time would, would put in Celine Dion uh, mixtapes and and they would listen to the Titanic soundtrack on their giant workman.
1: Hey, whatever you got to do to keep the people all together.
0: Yeah, man, you know.
1: It sounds like a religious experience to me.
0: You know, the people that were real close to the ear pads really suffered some damage. Uh, but it was a sacrifice worth having to listen to my heart will go on in such a large group of people (laughs) You listening to a giant set of headphones (laughs) next to an obelisk called the workman
1: (laughs) the immense workman
0: the immense workman they didn't understand speaker technology Um, (coughs) it was strange Um, but Matt, I shouldn't, I I shouldn't put forth my own criticism, um, (laughs) because I would get into the territory of another passage of the Dark Quran, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be guilty of, uh, what I think you should talk about, and that's prickly judgment.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. So. Um, when people uh, would show up to the Immense Workmen and listen to the Celine Dion mixtape, there were, of course, a few defectors. Now, I've had a few people out there who said that they didn't like Celine Dion, or, or m- even worse. They didn't like this particular Celine Dion mixtape. And when that would happen, they would take these people and they'd scoop them up <laughs> and they'd throw them in the back of a dump truck. And they'd drive them down the road to this big old pit with cactuses in the bottom. And they'd just dump them right in. And that was their judgment for not liking Celine Dion. Mm. The prickly judgment.
0: The prickly judgment.
1: Wouldn't want to get prickly judged.
0: No, analogy. not at all. Uh, that uh, was really sticking your ass. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. So, uh, but these people that we're talking about, um, the reason for their love of Celine Dion, it, it has its roots. And those roots, they go way back, way back. Mm-hmm. All the way back to the unpleasant homeland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sure does. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> you know, again, drawing ties to modern religion as, as just a source of understanding. Um, these people didn't think Israel was the homeland of uh, their people. No, no, no. They thought Milwaukee that that was that was their homeland and boy did they did they really really believe in milwaukee <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> but, but you know,
0: Milwaukee, not that great. you <laughs> will a little bit unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but
0: you know. And we're, we're moving on from there. <laughs> uh, we can't bring up Milwaukee, Matt, without talking about the hesitant layout.
1: The hesitant layout, right. So, a lot of people might not know this, but the current day Milwaukee <laughs> is not the first city uh, that was on the land <laughs> that Milwaukee. As we know it today was done. So, um, <laughs> the reason that the original Milwaukee that these people came from was so unpleasant, even more unpleasant than the current day Milwaukee, was that um, they would try to lay out uh, the streets and the buildings in the city, but every time they would ask the lead uh, architect if they were putting things in the right spot, he'd be a little hesitant about it. So what you ended up with was a city that was just all manners of like crooked and (laughs) corners on buildings didn't line up with other corners of buildings. There, There were buildings that were just in the middle of certain roads because he just wasn't quite sure where exactly it was supposed to go, and it just made the life in Milwaukee really unpleasant because it, the roads didn't make sense. It was impossible to get from one place to the other. The buildings weren't shaped right. <laughs> you had doors going, doors going to nowhere because people would be like, "Hey, should I be putting this door? Is this the wall you want me to put this door on?" He'd be like, "Uh, uh, maybe. That, uh Sounds good to me." And then you just end up with a closet going into the women's restroom. <laughs> cool and. Yeah, so uh, that's the unpleasant layout of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. (laughs) You shouldn't have been so hesitant. You should not. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, it all got a little bit better Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. uh, we got further in the timeline to the encouraging repayment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. After the rhetorical 20s, um, and the Grand Chili and the founding of M- Milwaukee. Yeah. After after all that, man, you know, having a Grand Chili cook off and founding a homeland, real expensive. Real expensive. Real expensive. And they had taken now massive amounts of loans from the American government. <laughs> and, um, you know, not not great to owe that much debt, but the founding people managed to rally together and uh, bought a bunch of lottery tickets, and they won the lottery, and then they they paid back, <laughs> they <laughs> paid back their debt to the American government, and boy, was that encouraging to the followers of <laughs> the Milwaukeeites. <laughs> the <walk eyes>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shit. They said, Wow, we're no longer in debt. Wow, how <laughs> wow. encouraging! So encouraging to not be in debt. <laughs> not that passage, we're not doing that one. That's <laughs> not something we can talk about on this show. But man, something we can talk about is the acceptable kangaroo.
1: The acceptable kangaroo. The acceptable
0: kangaroo.
1: Many, 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 many years into the future. Some some of the Milwaukeeites (laughs) had moved to Australia. (sighs) And you know, they were thinking, they were sitting in Australia and they were like, man, You know what I think? Australia is pretty unpleasant. Mm -hmm. But it's not quite as unpleasant as Milwaukee. (laughs) So what we need to do to make sure that people feel more at home Uh is we need to find an animal that will just go around and randomly kick people in the face. (laughs) Yep. And uh, after long, 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 long amounts of time of searching, they they discovered the kangaroo. And now they were, the first kangaroo they found, uh, he didn't like kicking so much. Nope. So he, he wasn't going to do. He was, he was unacceptable. <laughs> but and they got a few kangaroos in and they found this one kangaroo who just really liked to just walk around and just, Kick people in the head, just really deck them, really give them a good uh, wet foot, uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, they found that kangaroo acceptable. Yeah, and uh, as such, uh, it was deemed the acceptable kangaroo, <laughs> and there are lots of statues now in this specific area of Australia that definitely exists, um, where the Milwaukeeites, <laughs> Milwaukeeites, uh, erected. Statues of the acceptable kangaroo. And that's, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But uh, not long after that happened, there was another significant event called the Colossal Speculation.
0: Yep. Uh, And, you know, basically what had happened was there was a group of Milwaukee who came back from Australia and they were like, we really made things better having left. And they were like, why are things so much better in Australia? And they decided that they would investigate the giant workman and the colossal workman, you know, the workman, and they did, <laughs> and they investigated it, and, and and what they found, oh boy, it changed everything, and that investigation yeah, led to them finding out that uh, Milwaukee, not exactly what you would think it is. Okay. It's uh but you know I, I can't just dive into that story, um, Matt. I think I think <laughs> I I think we need to take a detour into what Milwaukee really is. What they found in that investigation. Yeah. So why don't you talk about the nocturnal mutation? <laughs> the nocturnal. Oh
1: okay. So. <clears throat> I think a running trend in the last few stories that we've found so far is that for some reason the Milwaukeeites really like unpleasantness. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of strange but after they really dug into it and they were looking into why being in Australia and making things worse was really going well for them um, they discovered that at night, when everybody would go to bed, the the one person would come back to the workmen, and he'd put on a special, not Celine Dion mixtape.
0: Oh shit!
1: Yeah, he'd put on a binaural beats mixtape, <laughs> and what this would cause to happen is. The Milwaukeeites would mutate in their sleep, hearing these binaural beats, mm. and it would really uh, just rewire their brains to soak in their surroundings and adapt to the to it, and just really find peace and and happiness in the unpleasantness of Milwaukee. And so uh, that nocturnal mutation. Really uh, led to the society uh, wide uh, masochism that mm. they all experienced.
0: Mm. Yeah, you don't want yeah. that. Yep. Yep. And
1: uh, uh, finding this from their investigation, they decided to uh, come together and release something that they called the nifty instruction
0: oh yes oh yes uh the binaural beats were having such (sighs) profound effects on people that um the leader that the investigators uh found that by changing out the binaural beats mixtape with uh with their own creation um, that they could force the Milwaukeeites to do what they wanted uh, through these instructions given to them during the night, and and these nifty instructions <laughs> <laughs> caused a radical change in behavior, where the Milwaukeeites started building. Satellite dishes that they would launch into space to provide internet to all (laughs) of Australia. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, damn, that was a nifty instruction to give. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have internet everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> our australian people are doing really good now but not everything was pleasant matt not everything was perfect after giving that nifty instruction uh, make yeah. sure so why don't you cover the wacky discord <laughs> the wacky discord
1: so <laughs> so now as you know all the australians and the milwaukee's are on the internet <laughs> <laughs> and uh what do you do on the internet well we already covered you look up your <laughs> sure-footed pornography you uh <laughs> you uh <laughs> check out some news and then sometimes you're gonna want to get your chat on yeah right Yep. Uh, you're gonna want to talk to your fellow Australianish walkites well walkites mm-hmm. um and so, uh, what do you do? You set up a Discord. <laughs> oh, and so the Australians set up this Discord, and lots and lots and lots of people joined it. And then they were talking about their share of pornography in here. They were t- sharing unpleasant memes amongst one another, mm-hmm. uh, just really enjoying that. Uh, YouTube links to Celine Dion uh, <laughs> videos, just. All sorts of stuff is going, going on here, but what, what, they, uh, wh- what they found after a while, though, was that this Discord was having an effect on the participant's psyche, uh-huh. and they noticed that over time, the things that people were saying made less and less sense. and and words would get scrambled up. The memes would start becoming pleasant instead of unpleasant. Instead of sharing Celine Dion, they were sharing Cindy Crawford. Oh, no. Yeah. And um, really, he got to the point where things were so out of control that they dubbed it the Wacky Discord. Uh, And then a deeper uh, look into this really really uncovered something that I think you know a lot about, Mm -hmm. Chris. And that is the demonic reaction.
0: Yeah, the demonic reaction, baby. The, what you, you can't talk about. You can't talk about religion and the Milwaukeeites and their homeland without talking about the demonic reaction, because basically, what happened was as Milwaukee was evolving. And Australia was coming into its own, and the these places were not exactly working together, but manipulating each other. Satan was like, "This isn't cool this this isn't how it should be um they're not they're not following my rules and he he phoned up the christian god and he said look bro um i don't think this is okay uh these people have really abandoned christianity at this point and um i'm just not feeling the the raw hatred that i used to from the people of earth and god was like bro it's just milwaukee (laughs) (laughs)
1: Bro, <laughs> oh, it's just Milwaukee, <laughs>
0: and, and 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 Satan was like, exactly, it's Milwaukee, and God was like, look, relax, it's it's not that many people, and th- this is something that's not talked about largely in the Christian Bible, because it doesn't really <laughs> affect Christians. Um, it's just. It's just something that people speculate happened based on religious texts um and prophecies that have been told in you know recent years since discord has been created uh and they believe <laughs> that that was the reaction that demons had to Milwaukee existing it was you know just they didn't they 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 just didn't love it but you know that really
1: they just didn't love it
0: didn't love it um and because they just weren't feeling that hate you know demons really need a lot of evil out out of humanity uh
1: doesn't make sense
0: anyway and and, you know not feeling that hey the demons and and not being able to get help from god so says the Dark Quran Prophecies that he decided to do something called the Damaged Clearing. And Matt, why don't you you talk about the Damaged Clearing?
1: Yeah, the Damaged Clearing. This is super important, so I think this is really a good one to end it on. Um, uh, So the Damaged Clearing is where... uh, You know how I mentioned that Milwaukee, as it is now, is not the Milwaukee that the Milwaukees came from mm-hmm. because um and so what happened was uh the demons were so upset about um, the discord in australia and and God was like, <laughs> "You know what, Milwaukee is so insignificant to me." So insignificant that I think it's really for the benefit of both of us here if we just wipe it out.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And so uh, what God did was he just took a big old shit on Milwaukee and just nuked it off the map. And all that was left was was a damaged clearing. It was clear land <laughs> where Milwaukee was and Milwaukee is now. But it, it's not the same Milwaukee.
0: <laughs> nope.
1: And if the timeline of these events doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you, are you? You're I'm sure. I'm sure there are lots of people out there that are saying, "Well, Discord came out in 2016. How could Discord have come out before present day Milwaukee?" It's the Dark Quran. You see, history repeats itself in weird ways. Yep. So when we're talking about things that happened recently, it's really an alternative timeline that happened way long in the past. In the Dark Quran. And so it just it is what it is.
0: Death time's different. Time's different. They don't track by B C and A D. And that yeah. that matters. <laughs> it's all twenties. It's all twenties, man. It's all the twenties. <laughs> and that that affects things immensely. Flow times different.
1: Flow times different. Uh Chris, I think that's a good place to end it on.
0: Yeah, wouldn't what want to think? read too much of the Dark Quran.
1: Yeah. Hey, we can only unleash it on the world a little bit at a time,
0: safely. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yup. Don't want all that text out there. Matt, if people have enjoyed this episode, where can they find uh, more Unplanned Potency content?
1: You think people are going to enjoy this episode? <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find more Unplanned Potency <laughs> at unplannedpotency.com. You can go to YouTube and you will find our YouTube page called Plan Potency. You can go to our social media pages and see pictures of stuff sometimes, or not. I don't know. Um, There's store.potency.com, which is our merch store. We got a new merch store. It finally launched. So uh, the the supplier of stuff there is different. I think it's way better quality. We have one shirt uh, that is an embroidered Unplanned Potency logo shirt, which I think is super sweet. Uh, It's just... So if you're looking for something simple that just has a tasteful Unplanned Potency logo on it and isn't going to fall apart in the wash eventually or anything like that, get you an embroidered t-shirt. Chris, is there anything you want to say?
0: Um, If you didn't enjoy this episode, Good news. There's only one other one like it. Um, Maybe go listen to some other episodes, though. We've got a wide variety of content where we talk about all sorts of things on our Spotify. Um, If you're interested in video game content, check out Potency Plays on YouTube. It exists. We haven't uploaded there for a while, but maybe we will again one day. You never know, and you want to be subscribed in case we do.
1: We've released a lot of different content over the last few weeks, like all over the map. So, so much. Uh, tell us, go to our social media pages or whatever, and tell us what you like. What do you want to hear more of? Yeah. What? What do you? What is there something new that we haven't done before that you like to hear us or see us do? Um, we're all ears.
0: We're, Let us know. We're always all ears. And sometimes I think that we're mostly mouth, but always all ears. Yeah,
1: we're mostly mouth.
0: We're too much mouth.
1: Mostly mouth, all ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Goodbye, everybody.
0: Bye.